Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad-grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air Hi, am I on the air? Oh yeah, you know I am. What is going down, everybody? Welcome to the show. It is Am I on the Air. It is Sunday night, you know, our regularly scheduled time. Sunday night, it is September the 14th, 2014. It's season 9, episode 5. Tonight's show is called Just Say the Word. Welcome everybody once again to the show. It's been a couple weeks, and uh, I'm kind of contemplating... Maybe doing the show bi-weekly now. Um, this was kind of a little test of that. Only downside to doing the show bi-weekly is then I got a ton of news to get through for you guys. Because um, I got two weeks worth of news to get through to keep you up to date. <clears throat> so that might make me go a little bit longer than a typical one hour show if I did it on a weekly basis. <clears throat> But doing it on a weekly basis, now that the summer is over, just poses that there might not be enough to talk about. So it's kind of one of those things that I have to kind of contemplate. I've always done the show. I'm going on, oh God, now I need to really look back, but almost three years doing Am I on the Air. I mean, obviously season nine I'm on. Um, you know, a couple hundred episodes in the bank. And... Um, I've always done it as a weekly show, especially in the summertime. It makes sense because, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little bit of a cough, so I'm going to warn you guys right now. I'm hoping to make it through this okay, um, but please bear with me. I'll try to mute myself if I get into a little bit of a coughing spew here, but I think I'll be all right. But, you know, over the summertime, it, it's easier to do a weekly show because every week there's a new movie review that I want to get to with you guys, let you know what's what's going on, if you should check it out. And um, <clears throat> so I've had a little bit more of a push, let's say, to do an episode on a weekly basis. Now the summer's over, kind of leaning back, not going to have a movie review every single week. There's not much as of a push. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here right now and say whether I'm going to do the show weekly or bi-weekly. I'm going to do the show kind of just based on... How the week is gone. Let's just go with that. And we'll play it by ear. Alright? Sounds good? So, I'm happy to be back because it has been exactly two weeks. Last episode was September 1st. Like I said, it's September 14th. And I got some news for y'all. 
No movie reviews this week going around. Not too much going down the box office. Guardians of the Galaxy has been holding it down. Um, we do have a new number one movie uh, with Mr. Idris Elba, which we'll get to later on when we go over the box office. <clears throat> but uh, let's get into the news of the week. And tonight's episode is called Just Say the Word. And the reason for that is, is there's been a lot of speculation going down on the part of Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, and him joining a Warner Brothers comic book property. <clears throat> and he's been hinting and teasing for a long time, and a lot of earlier speculations was saying uh, that he was going to be Jon Stewart, he was going to end up being the new Green Lantern, and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, then we started hearing a lot of rumors about Shazam. Oh, he's going to be Shazam. And, and there was going to be an announcement made at Comic-Con, and it never happened. And um, a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. It was reported that The Rock said, you know, it is going to be Shazam, a Shazam movie, but he wasn't sure yet what role he was going to play, whether he, wanted, he was going to be the hero, Shazam himself, or whether he was going to be the villain, Black Adam. And um, so more speculation went, more speculation went well within the last couple of weeks since I've done my last show. It is signed, sealed, delivered. The Rock is going to be in a Shazam movie but he will be playing the villain, Black Adam. Um, <clears throat> this is pretty cool, you know? And uh, what, what I mean with the show title, just for those of you that don't know, just say the word, Shazam, Black Adam, they get their powers by saying the word Shazam. Um, and that's what, you know, Rock sent out a tweet uh, a couple months ago when he was teasing about this property, and his tweet said, just say the word. So that was my little, you know, heads-up connection to that. So, Rock, Black Adam, I like it, I do like it, my only beef, and I won't say beef, maybe my only hesitation about it, is that I wanted Rock to be Shazam more for the fact that I felt like there's going to be more opportunity for him as a hero than as a villain. And, um, so I'm a little bummed out, I mean, because as a villain, how much can you possibly do? I mean, once the Shazam movie is done... I mean, I guess he could pop up in a sequel, but I don't know. <clears throat> I don't feel like there's as much that they could do with him as if he was the hero of the story. On the other hand, I really like the idea of him as a villain because he's pretty badass, and I think seeing him as the antagonist is going to be pretty cool. Now, another thing to kind of keep in mind is that the studio was making mentions that they might be going the route of having Black Adam be like an anti-hero and uh, even when Rock confirmed that he was going to be Black Adam he hashtagged it anti-hero so a lot of people are thinking you know like yeah he might be at odds with Shazam but maybe he'll <clears throat> work with Shazam at the end of the movie for against a greater villain or maybe you know like it's just not going to be as clear cut good, good guy bad guy kind of thing that you think it might be and I think the reason they might also be doing that too is then it opens up franchise potential with Rock being Black Adam, and you can actually have a Black Adam movie, spinoff film, you know, something like that, if you have him as this um, anti-hero, which I believe is what Sony is going to be doing with Venom. You know, since they're going to do a Venom movie, they don't want to have Venom be, be just a straight-up villain. You make him an anti-hero, because what do people love? People love to cheer on the villains. You know, kind of like a Loki. Well, you know, Loki's not really straight-up hardcore bad, he's got a lot of good tendencies, and he's kind of this anti-hero. So, that might be the direction they're going with it. 
On another part of news with this that also dropped after this was something that the studio, one of the studio heads said that kind of got a lot of people confused. And this is something that I, I kind of broke the news on a new episode of the People's Forum. I'm not sure if it posted yet by the time this is going up or it'll go up here in the next couple of days. But I did an episode on the People's Forum a couple of days ago um, talking about... Um, the Justice League and future stuff because uh, the guys were saying, you know, like, oh, Shazam and the Justice League and this and that. So here's the news on this. So Warner Brothers is the studio that owns all the rights to the DC movies. They're the ones that get into, they're the ones that are going to release Batman uh, versus Superman and they did Ban of Steel and they're going to do Wonder Woman. They're going to do all the movies, right? Every DC comic book movie has been released by Warner Brothers. Well, after the announcement was made that the Shazam movie is coming, um, the studio head that came out to speak about it is the man that runs New Line Cinema. New Line Cinema um, is a subsidiary of Warner Brothers, so it's, it's one of their companies, but it's not them directly. And we found out that New Line Cinema is actually going to be the studio releasing Shazam which has now led to a lot of the speculation saying that Shazam, the movie, might not take place in the same cinematic universe that DC is setting up involving all the Justice League members. That their Shazam movie is going to take place in its own world, with its own heroes and villains, and that will have nothing to do with the Justice League DC cinematic universe. So that's kind of crazy, because a lot of, you know, when you first heard, oh, Shazam's coming, you're thinking, Shazam's definitely going to be a part of the Justice League. But now, it's not looking that way. Because if, if it was, there's no reason that New Line Cinema would be the company releasing Shazam. I think it's kind of smart for DC, if they want to do something kind of differently, to have a subsidiary release it and kind of branch it a little bit differently than DC would. So don't get your hopes up that Shazam's going to be popping up anytime soon in a Justice League film, because it looks like he's just going to be off in his own little world. Um, and then now this leads a lot of speculation to be... Who's going to be Shazam? I mean, when you have The Rock as your villain, who is going to be big enough and tough enough to go head-to-head with The Rock? That's not already in other comic book films. That's that's the big, big million-dollar question right now. Who can be Shazam? And honestly, I only got one name that, that pops up into my list. And a lot of you won't even know who the hell he is. But I'm talking about Joe Maganello. Joe Maganello uh, was on True Blood. He was just recently in that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Sabotage. He's a beast. This dude is a big dude. He's about 6'4", 6'5", 250, 260 of pure muscle. And really? If anybody's going to be Shazam and be something that's physically imposing to The Rock, Joe is the only name that popped in my head. That I feel that I feel can do it. I'm gonna take a drink real quick. You know, there's just not a lot of people in Hollywood <laughs> that are the size of The Rock, and a lot. And if they are, they've already probably been cast in other movies. I mean, Henry Cavill's already Superman. You know, Ben Affleck's already Batman. So who's gonna go head to head with The Rock? Look him up if you don't know who he is. Joe Maganello. He's dating Sofia Vergara right now. He's a lucky, lucky man. He was also a Magic Mike. And uh, 
speaking of Magic Mike, Magic Mike 2 XXL is, uh, <laughs> has begun production and is currently filming, so I'll drop another piece of news on you since we're talking about this. But, uh, you know, Joe's a cool dude, um, and he's just, he's the first name, first and only name that really popped into my head when trying to think about this. So, uh, you know, tweet at me at Am I on the Air. Tweet at me directly, DXDOMMEGA, whatever you want. And let me know who do you think. Because uh, I'm be curious to see what other people's ideas ideas are. Because I honestly can't think of anyone else but Joe. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, we're going to move on now into the movie news. But that's, that's the big, big drop here. Is that um, The Rock will be Black Adam in a Shazam movie. No release date announced yet. But the speculation is that it will be 2016. So... Might be one of the next big projects that he jumps into. All right, let's keep it rocking and rolling and blaze through some of the other news in the world of movies. Um, there was a, if you saw Guardians of the Galaxy, you the Stan Lee cameo in the film was not originally supposed to be what it was. In the original cut of the film, what um, what James Gunn filmed was actually, uh, Stan Lee was supposed to be in the collector's den, so to speak. You know, if you saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Benicio Del Toro played the collector. Uh, he had a bunch of little cages with, with people that he collected inside of them. And inside one cage was going to be Stan Lee, which I think was pretty hilarious, because I think he was going to be playing himself collected by the collector. And in it, <clears throat> the Guardians was walking past all the cages, and Groot looks at Stan Lee and does this, this kind of like a, huh? to Stan Lee, and Stan Lee uh, flips him off. <laughs> and and Groot is like very like shocked about it. This sounds awesome, and I think it might even be a deleted scene when the Blu-ray comes out here soon. But Disney shot it down. They said, no, we don't want this in the film. Uh, they had already given um, James Gunn one scene of a flip-off, which was, of course, Chris Pratt when he was uh, arrested, and he does the little, oh, I didn't know how this machine worked kind of deal. Um, plus, they said it was different because allowing Chris Pratt's character, Star-Lord, to do it, it's a fictional character, whereas Stan Lee doing it, playing himself, is a realistic dude. Uh, and they didn't like the way that that played off on screen. So Disney did not approve, and they had him swap it. So that is the original Stan Lee cameo, which would have been hilarious. Ah. Um, in in a little bit more, you know, lately I feel like we've been reporting on a lot of deaths, and I'm sure I'm going to have another name to drop here later on in the show. But um, Jimmy Jamison, he's the lead singer of the band Survivor, who, of course, for me, will always be, it's the eye of the tiger, it's the thrill of the fight. Uh, the lead singer of Survivor uh, has passed away at the age of 63, so our condolences to him. Um, oh, let's see here. You know, some people asked me last time, why didn't I talk about the leaked um, nude photo scandal that kind of dropped last a uh, couple weeks ago? And this is something I contemplated talking about on last week, or on the last episode, but I didn't. There's not much for me to really get into on this. I mean, leaked photos come up on the internet all the time. Um, there was a bunch of leaked photos of Jennifer Lawrence and um, uh, damn, now I can't think of her name. Big Boo Blonde, Sports Illustrated model. Um, she was in The Other Woman. 
<laughs> um, yeah, totally spacing it, can't think of it. Uh, but And some other celebrities, but basically they were stolen uh, cell phone pictures, they were supposedly in the cloud uh, on Apple, and somebody hacked their all their Apple accounts and pulled them down, and it was pretty crazy. I mean, I, I you know... The pictures are out there, you can see for yourself. Um, but, you know, whoever did it, it was an invasion of privacy, and there's not really much to get into. I mean, it's just one of these things. So, um, the, the different stars have come out and spoke to it, and um, if you want more, just kind of read more into it. There's not really much else that I want to really waste time on, um, other than the pictures are pretty tight. Oh, but okay, then moving on. Uh, <coughs> um Got a pretty cool article up, if you want to read it, where it talks about um, what the scene would have been uh, involving Hawkeye in um, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Because, uh, like I've, I've said before in the show, like Hawkeye not being in the movie was one of the biggest, really the only letdown in that film for me. Um, I felt like that was lacking. And um, <clears throat> it was good to know that, I mean, at least the original idea was to have Hawkeye in the film. But then the film just got too crowded, and they kind of took him out. But there's this whole big scene that they uh, only had storyboarded. But basically, this when, when they say that Cap is bad, and he's turned on S.H.I.E.L.D., and he's kind of running for his life, there's a scene where Hawkeye catches up to him, and Hawkeye's chasing him down, and they kind of get into a scuffle, but then Hawkeye te- whispers in his ear, like, you know go hide, go do what you gotta do, like, I got your back kind of thing, so he's, like, on his side, but he's pretending to still fight him, so that, so that S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't know anything different about Hawkeye, it's a really cool scene, the way it kind of plays out, and it just really bummed me out more that they didn't do this, because they needed Hawkeye in that film, uh, but if you want to read the full details on that, go back and check out the article we posted up on the Facebook and the Twitter page, <clears throat> uh, let's see here, um, it looks like uh, Fox is talking about doing a, a movie based on the show 24 again. Um, this is something that was talked about many, many years ago, and then they kind of got away from it. And now they're saying that they're really thinking about doing it because the, the revival of the TV show did very, very well. So, of course, they're thinking, hey, shit, let's bring it back. <laughs> um, I'm not big into 24, so i just let you know the news. Uh, the Game of Thrones uh, actor character of the Swordsman has joined the cast of Star Wars Episode Seven. Um, Patrick Warburton is set to return as the Tick for an Amazon pilot. This is pretty cool, you know. There was a TV show called The Tick, which starred Patrick Warburton, and it got canceled, I think, after like one season on Fox. And Amazon, who's trying to get into like the Netflix game, and they're trying to come up with all their new original shows and stuff, is deciding to bring the Tick back. <clears throat> and they're trying to bring back the original cast, which I gotta give them props for, and I'm pretty sh- pretty shocked that Patrick Warburton's down to do it, but, <clears throat> you know what? That's pretty cool, and I think it's a good little plus for Amazon to get uh, going there. Moving on, we have... Uh, so a couple of the Honest trailers, um, <clears throat> first Honest trailer is for The Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, it, you know, I always post an Honest trailer and everything wrong with, which is two series of YouTube videos that I am just floored with, and I love them, they go with everything we talk about on the show, which are movies. Now, they're done by different people, but sometimes they interact with each other. And it was pretty cool because in honor of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 coming out on Blu-ray and DVD, 
they did a little crossover. <clears throat> so the Everything Wrong With Guy did the Honest trailer for the week for Spider-Man 2. And the Honest trailer people did an Everything Wrong With Amazing Spider-Man 2. So they flipped it for the week and did each other's videos. They're both very, very funny. And they really touch upon all the stuff that I have said is the problems with the Amazing Spider-Man 2. So uh, I found both the Honest Trailer and the Everything Wrong With very, very good. And it was cool to see like the different guys do each other's videos. So uh, very cool. Moving on, we have a new, uh, some new trailers. One is uh, Cyberline, which stars Ethan Hawke and Dakota Johnson. Um, we have another trailer for Monsters Dark Continent, which is the... Um, a sequel to the original Monsters film, which was shot and directed by uh, Gareth Edwards, who did Godzilla. Uh, TBS has canceled CeeLo Green's The Good Life. Too bad. Um, <laughs> nice Guys is a new movie coming out, directed by Shane Black. It stars Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. It'll be coming out in summer of 2016. Vince Vaughn is attached to star in a new Columbia comedy called The Politician. I'll be there, you know, so uh, regardless of what you all say about Vince Vaughn, I love the guy, and I will be supporting him. Um, Netflix has renewed Hemlock Grove for a third and final season. Um, I wish I could get into the show a little bit more. Um, I was so, so stoked for Hemlock Grove when it launched, especially because it's uh, executive produced by Eli Roth, who I really, really like. So I was like, oh man, this is going to be tight. It's got Famke Jensen, and it's about werewolves, and all kinds of, you know, dark stuff. I got like three episodes into the first season, and kind of just fizzled out for me. I still have plans to want to finish it, and then the second season just came out, and I was like, man, I really need to get into the show. And I just am finding the hardest time getting into it. And it really, really sucks, but, you know, it's done pretty well. And, you know, now maybe that it's wrapping up, I'll just kind of blaze through all three seasons maybe after the third one drops. But and Netflix has renewed it for a third and final season. All right. Warner Brothers has registered some new domains, and it's including Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Those are a couple of domains that they have locked in, so kind of more speculation leading towards that those will be solo movies that will be coming very soon. <laughs> Um, How to Train Your Dragon 3 has been pushed back to 2017. Um, you know, no shocker here. They should take some more time with it. I believe it was supposed to come out in 2016 originally. And then they um, it was going to open up against Finding Dory, which is the Finding Nemo sequel. And I think DreamWorks said, nah, that'd be kind of stupid. So they pushed it back a year and it will come out in 2017 now. Um... Next up is a little bit of sad cancellation news that I'm pretty bummed about because it is one of my shows. Fox has canceled Gang Related after just one season. I really, really, really liked Gang Related. You know, it took me a couple episodes to really get into it, but once I got into that, like, third episode, man, they were all awesome. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think the show went uh, 12 episodes. And I loved it. I mean, it was such a good, gritty um, crime show, you know, with uh, the lead playing kind of like, you know, he's part of this, um, you know, mafia, but then he's also a cop on the drug task force, and he's kind of undercover, 
looking out for the mafia family while he's trying to be a cop. And it was so cool and unique, and it was ultra-violent for being on Fox. I mean, some of the stuff they did, I was like, damn, how did they do this on primetime television? But they did, and I, I just, I loved it. And the season ended really, really cool and left a lot of doors open for the second season. And I remember I read an article about a week before, um, I read a week before the show got canceled with the showrunner and he was saying they have all these great ideas for the second season and everything was looking good. They were in talks and negotiations of Fox to bring the show back. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then boom, it drops that it's been canceled. And it just rips me, makes me so mad. Especially because it's Fox, because Fox is so quick to cancel good-ass shows. You know, they canceled, um, see, I'm forgetting already, but it was the new show they just did with Carl Urban, um, a sci-fi futuristic show executive produced by J.J. Abrams, and, um, Almost Human, and, uh, that show was amazing, it totally needed another season, and Fox axed it. And I just, you know, they're so quick to pull the plug, and I don't understand why. So, I don't want to get into a rant on it, but it just really makes me mad. Really loved Gang Related. If you never got a chance to see it, I still recommend you check it out by its first season. And, uh, take a look. I believe it's on Hulu and stuff like that. Alright? Alright. Netflix has nabbed the rights to air uh, Fox's new drama, Gotham. If Gotham maybe even lasts more than one season. Nah, I don't want to get back into that again. <laughs> but um, basically, this is the first time that, that Netflix has signed a deal with a show that's in current production to go ahead and, and air exclusive um, replays of it. <clears throat> now, they will not air the first season until the first season is completed on Fox. And then they'll then they'll air it. So it will be after it completes its Fox run. But that's pretty cool that they uh, grab that off the bat. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And some pretty cool news. Uh, I like this. Some people don't. But Dax Shepard is spearheading, and he's going to make a Chips movie for Warner Brothers. If you don't remember, Chips was the two motorcycle cops, and um, he's going <coughs> to direct and co-star. Uh, I think he's also writing the script, and he's going to play the white guy. And uh, Michael Pina is actually going to play Chonch. <laughs> and, uh, you know, played uh, in the original TV show by Eric Estrada, and, uh, which I love the Michael Pena casting. It's so, so good. <clears throat> that dude is amazing. And I think this is going to be good, because I feel like this is going to have like a 21 Jump Street type vibe going to it. It's going to be a comedy you know, do, use the TV show kind of uh, classic scenario. I'm really digging this, and I can't wait to see what they do with chips. Uh, let's see. Let's keep it rocking and rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Um, we have the new international trailer for Dracula Untold. Uh, we have an updated article of every show that was renewed or canceled over this past summer. You can check that out. Uh, NBC has revealed the first photo of Allison Williams as Peter Pan. Um, it's an interesting picture. I still don't understand why a female is Peter Pan, but, um, yeah. Moving on. Um, we have the first poster of Supernatural Season 10. 
uh, Robert Downey Jr., he came out, and he's been doing a lot of talks lately. He's, he's been talking about how he wants a Black Widow movie. He really wants Hawk, uh, Hawkeye to have his own movie. He really, really wants Hulk to have another standalone movie. Um, and uh, and also recently he was asked flat out, like, hey, are you going to do an Iron Man 4? And he, you know, explained there's no, there's been no talks, no discussion, no nothing. Iron Man 4 is not in the plans over at Marvel. So there you go. I hope that puts it to rest. Robert Downey Jr. only had two dates left on his contract, which was Avengers 2 and 3. There's no talks of Iron Man 4. Uh, excuse me. George Clooney is set to direct a the uh, phone hacking scandal movie for Sony. Um, so that'd be cool. Um, Sci-fi has greenlit Childhood's End, which is going to be a mini-series that they'll be airing. Dexter's Jennifer Carpenter is going to star in the USA Network's new TV show, Stanistan. Don't know much else about that. Um, we have the new... Second official trailer for The Equalizer, which is almost exactly the first trailer. I watched this the other day, and I was like, what is even different about this? I think there's like one new scene added in. I don't know. It's like they gave up on these trailers. We also have a trailer for Felony, which stars Joel Edgerton and Jai Courtney. Um, actually, it looks pretty decent. I didn't know much about this until I watched the trailer, and it looks pretty, pretty good. We have a new Everything Wrong With. It's Everything Wrong With Divergent in 16 minutes or less. Um, Margot Robbie, who was the really hot blonde in um, The Wolf of Wall Street, she's being looked at to possibly be the lead in the Ghost in the Shell movie. They're going to be doing a live-action version of Ghost in the Shell, which was the um, uh, anime film. DreamWorks Pictures is going to be doing it, and they're looking at her to be the lead. I will buy it. <laughs> um, Jessica Chastain and Kristen Wiig are in talks to join Ridley Scott's The Martian. We know that um, Matt Damon is going to be in the film. So that those are two really good females to add to the cast. Uh, Brian Singer's X-Men Apocalypse is going to start filming in Montreal in, in April of 2015. Shia LaBeouf and Kate Mara and Gary Oldman are going to be starring in a new film called Man Down. You can watch the live-action trailer for Destiny right now on our page. Um, it's directed by Tron Legacy's Joseph Kosinski. Um, it's really, really cool. Just a couple-minute-long trailer, but it's a live-action version of the video game. And i got to tell you, I've been playing Destiny since its launch. I almost named tonight's episode Destiny. But I was like, man, it's about a video game and I'm more about movies and TV. So I kind of hesitated. Uh, but I really was contemplating it because this has been what my life has revolved around since Tuesday, September 9th, when this game dropped. <laughs> I'm not a super big gamer, but when a good game comes out, I get addicted. And I am addicted in Destiny right now. Me and Geeky Pat, shout out to Geeky Pat, who we've been just killing missions, trying to level up together. Poor guy had to work this weekend, and it totally messed up his Destiny playtime. But uh, hopefully we'll get him back on track here soon. Uh, for my peoples from the People's Forum, he bought a PlayStation Destiny bundle, the white one, just to play this game. And as of Friday, he hadn't even opened the damn box yet. And I was like, man, 
bitch slap your ass. You need to plug this bitch in and play the game because it's amazing. Uh, and the game is a ginormous hit. It's the biggest game of the year. It's the biggest uh, new franchise launch ever. Uh, it sold like $500 million worth of games in the first 24 hours. I mean, it's just killing it. So, lots of Destiny news. It's an amazing game. Go check it out. And if you're on the PS4, you can go ahead and add me. I'll play with you. Go ahead and add me. DX Don Mega on the PSN network. Go ahead and add it. Alright? Alrighty. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> Al Pacino said recently that his grandkids drug him to see Guardians of the Galaxy, and he wasn't too happy about it originally, but when the movie was over, he was like, damn, that was pretty awesome, and now he's actually pitching to the studio saying, hey Marvel, if you need me for anything, give me a call, and that's pretty cool from an actor's standpoint of somebody like an Al Pacino who's saying, hey, I'm up for a Marvel film, give me a call, you know, because he was so impressed with how they handled Guardians of the Galaxy, so who knows, maybe you'll be seeing Al Pacino pop up in a, <laughs> in a Marvel film here soon. Back to TV news, this is pretty cool, supposedly uh, they are working on a Supergirl TV series, uh, it's in development, they're working on scripts, they're working on casting, and they're trying to move along with it, and um, I like it, you know, last time we saw Supergirl was on Smallville, and um, but it was pretty, you know, it'd be cool to see like this character on the small screen, kind of holding it down on her own. I would be totally for this. No news yet on who my, who it might be or what network it would be on, but it's looking good, and they are working on it. So fingers crossed that they'll move along with the Supergirl TV show. Um, also, within the last couple of weeks, and going back to the sad news of people's passings, the biggest passing has got to be that, sadly, Joan Rivers passed away. <laughs> Joan Rivers passed at the age of 81. She went in for a throat surgery. They found some lumps in her throat, and they put her under, and unfortunately she never came back, and uh, she passed. And it's really sad. It's really sad surrounding kind of the way it went down. Um, you know, love her or hate her, she was a, an amazing comedian. She was somebody that never uh, bit her tongue. She always spoke her mind, and, uh, you know, she'll be loved by everybody for what she did. And uh, she went out like a rock star. She had it planned in her will exactly how she wanted her funeral. And they gave her a funeral that, that was to the T of everything she wanted. And, uh, you know, God rest her soul. And uh, rest in peace there, Joan. Okay, shifting gears once again. Back to the news. Back to the trailers. We have the new second official trailer for Horrible Bosses 2. I loved the first trailer, and I was already sold for this film. This second trailer is just as awesome. I laughed my ass off at several parts of it. I love the first Horrible Bosses movie, and I can't wait for this second one. Great trailer. Check it out if you haven't. It is uh, really, really cool. Uh, Rosie Perez and Nicole Wallace are joining The View. The Dancing with the Stars Season 19 cast has been revealed. I'm not going to read you every name that's on it, because a lot of you will be like, who, 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 who? All that matters is that Carlton Banks from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is going to be up on that show, and he's going to be doing his little, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone kind of dance. And uh, the Carlton dance, you know what's up. <coughs> so I'll be pulling from a man, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. 
on Dancing with the Stars. Zac Efron and Robert De Niro are going to star in a new film called Dirty Grandpa. Uh, I like the sounds of this thing, even though it sounds kind of like Bad Grandpa with Johnny Knoxville. But uh, basically, Zac Efron uh, ends up having to um, drive his grandpa um, across country. And his grandpa is kind of this, just this dirty old man who's very vulgar and mean and... Um, you know, and of course, hijinks ensue. Uh, it's a very generic kind of blah script, but with Zac Efron, who killed it in Neighbors, by the way, and Robert De Niro put into it together, I'm down. Let's all go see Dirty Grandpa. Sorry, I had to take another drink before I start coughing here. If you hear me go silent for a second, it's because I'm muting myself, and then either taking a sip or coughing my lungs out. All right. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg and Shia LaBeouf are looking to join a new film called Arms and the Dudes. It's a weird-ass title. I don't know much else about it, but, yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <sighs> Arrow has found its new Razagul, um, and it's not Liam Neeson. I am sorry about that. On last show... I talked about how Liam Neeson was totally open to be to redoing his role as Ra's al Ghul for the Arrow TV show. Unfortunately, uh, the CW said, nah. <laughs> and I don't blame them. I think they probably meant in the long run, there's going to be no way that they could just have somebody like a Liam Neeson at their disposal. So they had to switch it up a little bit. So Matt Nabel has joined as Ra's al Ghul. Um, you know, I don't know much about this guy. The only thing I know is that he was one of the dudes in Riddick, the last Riddick film. He was the uh, captain of one of the um, squads that was coming to get Vin Diesel. <laughs> so, he will be Razagul. Mama director, uh, he has been tapped to do Shadow of the Colossus, which was a video game. He's going to be adapting it for the movie version. Pretty cool, man's a good director for that. NBC is getting ready to do a couples weight loss show. You know, they love their biggest loser. Now they're going to do it for couples. All right, moving on. Uh, Lifetime has greenlit Flowers in the Attic, the third one. Um, Flowers in the Attic 3 um, for Lifetime. Paramount Pictures is talking with Sean Harris to join on as the bad guy in Mission Impossible 5. They need to hurry up and lock this one in if it's going to happen, because they're already filming. So, <laughs> they need to uh, hurry it up. But, uh, you know, Sean Harris would be a cool little addition there as the bad guy for the film. Uh, we posted the new trailer for Season 3 of Arrow. You can check that out. We have the first photo of Vin Diesel as the last witch hunter as they have begun production on the film. And there's a, It's not really much to the picture. I mean, you see Vin, he's kind of scruffed up with a beard. He's got this big, hairy kind of coat on. Um, it looks pretty badass, but it's just a little teaser picture. Uh, ben Affleck has hired on Sienna, Sienna Miller... Zoe Zaldana and Ellie Fanning uh, for his next directorial film, Live by Night. Uh, Live by Night is a film he's been trying to make for a while, and it kind of got pushed back because of how long they were they're filming Batman v Superman. And if they do end up doing Justice League back to back, he's got to kind of 
spread out this directorial movie, but <clears throat> that's a pretty cool cast to kind of lock in off the bat. So, uh, Sienna Miller, Zoe Zaldana, and Elle Fanning for Live by Night. Mortal Kombat 10 is coming to all your next-gen systems on April 14th. Pretty cool. ABC, uh, ABC, AMC has ordered a pilot for the Walking Dead spin-offs film. Oh, spin-off series, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Spin-off series, or companion series, as AMC likes to call it. There's no name of what this series is, no information on who it's going to follow, but there's going to be a secondary show to go along with The Walking Dead, because of course they're getting greedy and they want to get more ratings for other stuff. And they've gone ahead and ordered the pilot, so that will be coming very, very soon. Justin Lin, uh, who was the director of most of the Fast and Furious films, I think he did three, four, five, and six, um, he is being targeted to direct season two of True Detective. True Detective was that show on HBO, starred Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, really good show, and it looks like um, Vince Vaughn will be a part of it. Um, they're looking at maybe Rachel McAdams might be joining on, um, but yeah, they're looking at Justin Lin to possibly direct. All right. Um, Paramount Pictures has gone ahead and set sequels for two more sequels for their Terminator series. Most of you should know by now that Terminator Genesis is coming out next year. Um, and... June or July of 2015. Total kind of reboot, but it still has Arnold, and it kind of still takes place in the same mythology, but they're kind of starting over again at the same time, so they're doing it a little bit differently. Not much is known about it. But they have set sequels to Genesis. Now this is, basically, if Genesis does well. That is the... um, that's kind of the if on there. <laughs> if Genesis comes out next year and bombs, then of course the studio is not going to be going through with two more films. But if it comes out to be a hit, then they have sequels locked into place. So Terminator Genesis comes out July 1st, 2015. And then the temporarily dubbed Terminator 2 will open on um, 2017. And then, in 2018, would be Terminator 3. So, no exact dates. All that we know is that... um, Oh, no. I do have exact dates. Sorry. Terminator 2 will come out May 19th, 2017. And Terminator 3 will be out June 29th, 2018. They would film parts 2 and 3 back-to-back. That's why they'd be coming out just a year apart from each other. So if, if Terminator Genesis comes out next summer and is a big hit, they will film number two and three back-to-back and release them in 2017 and 2019. Or 2018, I'm sorry. God. Um, this, is, this is cool, and it gives me hope because it kind of shows that what the studio is seeing out of Genesis is that it's pretty cool and that there's a lot of potential there. So that's why they're, they're going ahead and they're locking it in to do more. And I like when studios don't want to waste time, and they just say, let's just jump into this thing. It makes sense. So, very, very cool. Moving on. 
we have the first trailer for St. Vincent. This is the new Bill Murray movie. Uh, I actually think it looks pretty good. Um, DC Comics' The Spectra has been cast in NBC's Constantine TV show. So there you go, there's your villain. Um, we have what the most buzzed about film of next year is. And you might be shocked what it is. I mean, you know, we got Star Wars coming out, we got Avengers 2 coming out. The most buzzed about film online, taking up all social media and everything, is actually Fast and Furious 7. So, you know, you might think it's a little bit of a shock, but you know, with Paul Walker, and with everybody wondering how they're going to finish the film, and there's been a lot of online discussion about this. So, Fast and Furious 7 is the most buzzed about film of the year. All right. Uh, speaking of Destiny news again, I'm going to kind of bounce back to it real quick. If you are on a last-gen version of the game, like PS3, Xbox 360, if you get the game digitally, you will be able to upgrade to the current-gen version for free when you upgrade to your PS4 or your Xbox One. That is pretty awesome, because usually they do those upgrades for $10, and they're letting you do it for free. So there you go. I actually have a buddy of mine listens to the show. What up, Bryce? Um, and he has got a, only a PS3 right now. He's looking to get a PS4 uh, here soon. I said, hey, go ahead and just download it, because then you can upgrade for free. And you get to keep your character, and you get to keep your rank. So everything will carry over, which is awesome. So there's no excuse not to do it. Alrighty, moving on. Sean Levy, who um, is the director of the upcoming movie This Is Where I Leave You, which comes out next weekend, uh, he also directed the, the movie Real Steel with uh, Hugh Jackman. And um, he said that they've actually been working on a script to it, and they're looking to do Real Steel 2. Um, no confirmation yet that this is definitely coming, but he said it's something that they have been talking about, have been thinking about doing. Uh, he's talked to you and used down, but there's just certain things they want to do with the script and everything. If they can get everything to line up and pan up, they'll move forward with it. So there is still hope for a real still, too, if you're a fan of that. All right. Orlando Bloom and Michael Douglas are joining Numi Rapace for a new film called Unlocked. Stars has picked up Courtney Cox's directorial debut. It's a movie called Just Before I Go, so that's cool. Um, we have the new trailer for The Boy Next Door, which is a new Jennifer Lopez thriller movie where she's a teacher. She ends up sleeping with this next-door neighbor who ends up being underage, and he's somebody that ends up just moved to town, he's underage, ends up going to her school, he's a student, so then she's like, oh my god, I could lose my job, I slept with this kid, blah, 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 blah. Um, the best part about this trailer is he's over at Jennifer Lopez's house, and Jennifer Lopez has a little boy in the movie, and the little boy says to the kid, um, you want some cookies? And he replies, I love your mother's cookies. <laughs> I should... Oh, it's be golf. <laughs> Oh, that made me cough because I was laughing so hard. I should have named tonight's show, I Love Your Mother's Cookies. Oh, man. That's how the trailer ends. And it made me laugh so hard. So hard. Oh, I love your mother's cookies. Um, 
boy. Whew. Whew. Okay. Gotta compose myself. So that is uh, the Boy Next Door trailer. We also have the second trailer for Kill the Messenger, which is a new based-on-a-true-story film starring Jeremy Renner. Really cool-looking movie. Um, we have the new trailer for the fifth season of The Walking Dead that you can check out. Um, Carl Urban says that a Dread Origins movie is definitely a possibility. Uh, you know, Carl Urban's been very, very vocal about doing another Judge Dread movie. Dread was amazing. I know For My People still hasn't seen it, which is crazy that he hasn't seen this film. It's on Netflix. You can watch it for free. Just click on it and watch it. It's a great, great film. But doing an origin story, it would actually be pretty unique, and they could probably do it pretty cheap. So uh, I wish they would do it because Carl Urban was amazing as Dread, and I would love to see another film in that world. ABC has renewed Bachelor in Paradise for Season 2. I didn't even know they did a first Bachelor in Paradise, but hey, there you go. James Corden is officially replacing Craig Ferguson as the host of The Late Late Show. I don't know much about James, but supposedly he's really funny, so cool and congratulations. Um, Batman Arkham Knight has been pushed back and been given an official release date of June 2015. Uh, they'll be hitting all the next-gen consoles. I'm excited for this. Um, the synopsis for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2 and its premiere episode, along with Haley Atwell, who plays uh, Agent Carter in the mo movie series, she's going to guest star. So that is pretty cool, because they are going to be doing the Agent Carter TV show as well. So, you know, she's going to pop up on S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of in a flashback scene. So I'm looking forward to it. I think they're going to do some really cool stuff for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2. Um, so I talked about, I think on the last show, that they were looking to do a Minority Report TV show. That is going to happen, and it looks like it's going to land at Fox. So it better do good, because Fox won't hesitate to pull that plug, ladies and gentlemen. But yes, uh, and not only that, but it'll be female-led. So the lead of the show will be a female. She will lead the Minority Report TV show, and it will be on Fox. So more news as it comes up, but that's the latest on the Minority Report TV show. NBC has ordered the anthology drama Manhunt straight to series. Chris Evans has denied all rumors that he's hanging up the Captain America shield anytime soon. He says he, he says he'll be, he loves playing the character, and he will be happy to continue playing it until they take his shield away from him. So, uh, ABC Family's Mystery Girls has been canceled. VH1 has renewed Nicole Richie's Candidly Nicole TV show. Um, Molly Glynn, she was an actress that was on Chicago Fire. Um, she passed away after getting struck by a falling tree. How creepy is that? And, uh, this is actually, like, the most popular article on our Facebook page for, like, the week. Uh, had all kinds of people liking and, and discussing and everything about this article, which was kind of unique of all the things that I post that everybody grad, you know, went towards this Chicago Fire actress, uh, article. Very sad. I mean, what are the odds of a tree falling? Um, but, wow. It's kind of kind of really, really crazy. Um, another Honest trailer. Uh, this one is for Godzilla. Along with everything wrong with the A-Team in 16 Minutes or Less. I love the A-Team, by the way. Great, great show. And, uh, this everything wrong with just ripped apart. <laughs> just ripped it. Broke my heart. Um... 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chris Pine and Casey Affleck are going to star in a Coast Guard thriller called The Finest Hours. So that's pretty cute. Uh, Apple has released all the details for their new iPhone 6. This is not really breaking news anymore because the pre-orders are going on. And, uh, you know, I hope that you, when you listen to this show, that you're not one of those brainwashed people that just every time they release an iPhone go, i got to get the new iPhone. It's amazing. Well, what does it do? Uh, the screen's a little bit bigger? Yeah, that's about it. Because the features are still two years in the past. Um, you know, I gotta I got say, I used to work in the cell phone industry. I follow the phone stuff very, very closely. And everybody always thinks I'm this big Apple hater. I'm not an Apple hater. I actually have an iPod, uh, an iPad for my tablet. And I had a lot of um, Android tablets. And they're okay, but I have to say, as a tablet, the iPad is definitely the best. Okay? They do a great job. When it comes to phones, the iPhone is not the best, and I only will have the best. I'm sorry, I'm just like that when it comes to phones. Ever since Samsung really kind of got on it, and they started releasing the Galaxy series, the Galaxy 3, the 4, the 5, the Galaxy series, and even their Note series are the best phones on the market. So then Apple, you know, I've always said to my friends, because I have a lot of friends that are very diehard Apple fans, always get iPhones. And and they said, why do you always hate? Why won't you get an iPhone? And I said, it's not that I'll never get an iPhone. I said, when the day comes that they release a product that that is at that point the most superior product on the market, I will get it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that still has not happened. The iPhone 6 announcement came on September 9th. It dropped. I looked at it. I saw a picture of the phone, and I said, okay, okay. Looked at the picture. I said, that's pretty cool. It looks pretty tight. Actually has a new design for once. I like that they're doing the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6 Plus, because I'm pretty interested in the Plus. I'm like, okay, cool, bigger screen. That's really, really nice. Then I started looking at the specs. It's like everything the iPhone 5 is. It's all the same shit. The camera's the same, and they can try to they can try to fancy it up and be like, "Well, now we're using a blah 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 lens on it." I don't give a shit. You're still using an eight megapixel camera with a shitty front front camera. My S5 has a sixteen megapixel camera. How the fuck are you still putting in an eight megapixel on an iPhone six? You know, your screen still isn't as vibrant or as powerful as my screen is. Your processor still isn't as fast as mine. Your memory still isn't as good. I mean, it just doesn't hold up. And once again, like the next day after this is announced, I'm seeing all these people at work and everybody being like, Oh, I ordered my new iPhone. Oh, I can't wait. I'm like, what is it about the new one that you like? Uh, I don't know. It's just new. Exactly. Because that's all you people are doing. And you gotta stop it. Look at the specs. Look at what they do. Android did these features two years ago. It's so funny how brainwashed the iPhone community is. I will still hold out that when they release a superior product, I will move on and I will get an iPhone. But until then, it just still hasn't happened. Next month, Samsung will be releasing the um, Note Edge, which is incredible, and that will be the best phone on the market. 
not the iPhone 6. Alright, I've wasted too much time on this. This isn't about phones. I just wanted to let you know, if you want to read the specs and you are interested in the iPhone 6, you can check out the article, of course, on our Facebook and our Twitter page. Moving on, Orlando Bloom has expressed interest in returning to the Pirates of the Caribbean series. He says he's had talks with Disney, and that's quite possible that he might be returning for Part 5. Of course Orlando Bloom wants to come back for Part 5. This dude's career is in the toilet. He hasn't done anything since he got put back into the Hobbit films, which he shouldn't even be in those films, but they put him back, and of course now he says, Please, please, please put me back in Pirates. So, of course, he wants to have discussions and talks. We'll see if it actually follows through. Um, in a week or two, uh, SNL, Saturday Night Live, will be launching its new season. And they've announced that Mr. Chris Pratt, Star-Lord himself, Peter Quill, is going to be hosting the season premiere of um, SNL. This is awesome. I will be definitely watching this episode. I watch solely based on who is the host. And Chris Pratt is the man, so I will definitely be checking that out. Uh, also, some really good news that came out this week is that 23 Jump Street is happening. I'm so stoked on this. Uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord, who directed the first two, they are overseeing the screenplay. They're kind of still... They haven't signed on yet as directors, and I really hope they do. So, I, you know, I really want them to be behind this project. Um, but I'm super, super stoked that they're going to move ahead with this. This is a no-brainer. Of course they should do another one. This franchise is amazing. And uh, I can't wait to see 23 Jump Street. Um, Charlie Hunnam, who of course is on 50 Shades... Uh, 50, he's on Sons of Anarchy. He was originally cast to be um, Christian Grey in the 50 Shades of Grey movie, and then he dropped out. He said that he had a nervous breakdown over that casting, and that's why he ended up bouncing um, right after... They were literally like two weeks before they were st to start filming. So, no shocker there. Lionsgate has set some release dates. Um, first up is going to be the movie we talked about earlier, Zac Efron and Robert De Niro and Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa is going to be released on December 25th, 2015. So there you go, great Christmas movie. And then you will get the sequel for Now You See Me. Now You See Me 2 will hit theaters on June 10th, 2016. So there you go. Um, I, I really liked Now You See Me. I didn't love it, but I really, really liked it. And uh, it's good to see everybody coming back for it. And I look forward to the sequel. So there you go. The sequel will be out June 10th, 2016, along with Dirty Grandpa on Christmas 2015. Um, Andrew Garfield is teased that he might be involved with the Sinister Six movie. I kind of expect this, to be honest, because how do you have a Sinister Six movie with no Spider-Man? I mean, even if Spider-Man's not the focus and you're focusing on the bad guys, the bad guys have to fight somebody by the end of the film, and who else would it be other than Spider-Man? So, I expect it, but yeah, no, nobody's confirmed it yet, but at least Andrew Garfield's starting to hint, like, hey, I might be around. Um, we got the first view of the new Batmobile this week in Batman v Superman. I'm going to cough again, so I'm going to mute, hold up a second. All right, take a drink. Um, the new Batmobile in Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. This new Batmobile is off the chain. It is so cool. 
Uh, it just it looks like a beast. It looks like this hybrid of the Tumblr from the Christopher Nolan trilogy, along with the original Michael Keaton kind of elongated version. And if you really look into it, take a look at some pictures of the Batmobile in the upcoming uh, Arkham Knight video game that I just announced comes out in June 2015. If you look at the Batmobile in that video game, that looks almost spot on with what's in the Zack Snyder film. So I think they might be doing a little crossover thing there, but the but the Batmobile itself looks beautiful. If you haven't seen the picture, check it out on our Twitter and our Facebook page. If you go to my Facebook page at facebook.com slash air, click on the photo section. There's a folder, uh, an album called DC. Just click on the DC folder and you'll see the Batmobile chilling right there. It's beautiful. Yes, and speaking of Destiny, once again, i got to say, Destiny sales um, topped $500 million on day one. Activision has announced that Destiny is the most successful video game franchise launch ever. So that is awesome, man. Congratulations once again. As soon as I get done doing this show, even if I only have a half hour to play, I will be jumping on and playing this bitch. Remember, add me on the PSN, DX Tom Mega. All right. <laughs> we have the new poster uh, for the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. And this time it finally features Katniss, and you can check that out on the page. Morgan Freeman has been making some moves this week as he has joined the cast of Ted 2. Yes, Ted, the little bear with Mark Wahlberg. They started filming, and Morgan Freeman has joined. And Morgan Freeman has not only joined Ted 2, but he's also the first person announced for the Ben-Hur remake. He will be the guy that trains Ben-Hur. No other casting has been made other than Morgan Freeman. <laughs> All right. Um, New Girls, Jake Johnson, and Max Winkler have uh, just sold a uh, crime comedy over to, co- uh, over to Fox. Um, I like the sounds of this. I like comedy. And involve crime with it. Sounds good to me. And I love Jake Johnson. Dude's funny as hell. Moving on. Uh, Nurse Jackie is a show over on Showtime. Nurse Jackie is going to be ending after season seven. So, goodbye to Nurse Jackie. Paramount Pictures has option to buy Chris Rock's new film, Top 5. Um, they just filmed this over at the Toronto Film Festival, and everyone loved it, and it got into a big bidding war between all the studios, and Paramount ended up uh, picking it and winning the battle. Um, let's see here. Zachary Quinto and Brian Cox have boarded NBC's The Slap. I don't know much more about that other than that. USA's hacker drama... Mr. Robot has landed its lead, and uh, some more casting news on that. Nobody you probably have ever heard of before, so you can check that out. Just know that USA has a new show called uh, Mr. Robot, which is a hacker drama. Um, Steve Zahn and Romani Malco are set to star in Amazon's new show. Um, Sean, it's a, <coughs> a drama show. From um, Sean Ryan. I don't know what the name of the show is yet, uh, but they're the first two that have been signed to it. And I gotta say, based off that, I'm kind of interested because I love Steve Zahn and I love Romani Malco. This dude is awesome. He's got a 
big, big influence on Twitter. I've actually gotten several favorited tweets by Romany. Um, so uh, I feel like I know the guy. We go way back. You know, we connect on a lot of levels. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like We were just talking earlier about Amazon trying to get in that Netflix game. And here they are with another show, and they've landed some pretty big leads for it. In the Everything Wrong With section, we got another Everything Wrong With. This time it's Crimson Tide in 12 minutes or less. We have the first look at Peggy Carter in the Season 2 premiere of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Pretty cool. Um, things will get very dark in the Amazing Spider-Man spinoff Venom. Yes, uh, Robert Kurtzman, who's going to be directing the Venom spinoff film, he says it's a totally different character in Spider-Man. It's very dark. It's very evil. It's, you know... Um, is going to be a totally different tone than the Amazing Spider-Man films. Uh, Agents Assemble, we got Clark Gregg leading the team in the first official promo photo for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2. It's pretty cool seeing everybody together in this show. They added a lot of people to that. Um, Paul Greengrass has tied the director's chair on a new film called American Nightmare that is looking to star Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill. So that's pretty cool, reteaming those guys from The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, Andrew Garfield speaks uh, very candidly about how the studio cuts hurt The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm not going to get into this article. If you're interested, go check it out. But basically what Andrew Garfield starts saying is that he kind of shares a lot of sentiments that people have, like myself, about how The Amazing Spider-Man 2 turned out. And he says that the fin- the finished version that he made and originally saw is not what came out in theaters. And he said this is a pure example of too many hands in the pot, too many people you know, saying, hey, take this out, put this in, take this out, put this in, put this in, take that out. Um, and in the end result, it was not the movie that they had hoped for. So he, you know, kind of came out and said, hey, you know, like, take the beef for what it is. And, you know, I know a lot of people didn't care for the film, but here's why. You know, so it's kind of interesting, and I'm glad that he kind of came out to speak about it. Um, And you can check out that article in full over on our Facebook and Twitter page. Former James Bond villain Richard Keel has died at the age of 74. Rest in peace. Anton Fuqua has confirmed that he is going to be doing the remake of Magnificent Seven, and it will star Denzel Washington. Very, very cool. Elizabeth Olsen is joining Tom Hiddleston in the Hank Williams biopic film, I Saw the Light. That is cool, and I will take Elizabeth Olsen in anything, because she is gorgeous. Uh, Finding Dory has added a couple new voice talents to the film, as they brought on Idris Elba and Dominic West. Will Ferrell says that a Zoolander 2 script read is happening very, very soon. This gets me super excited. Zoolander 2 is a movie that I've been waiting for since Zoolander 1. And, uh, you know, they've been hearing, you know, oh, we're going to do it. No, maybe we're not going to do it. Oh, we're going to do it. No, maybe. So Will Ferrell coming out saying, hey, we're going to do a script read here soon is pretty cool because that means that there is a script and they're actually all going to get together and read it together and see if it's good enough to move forward on. And that gets me super excited. AMC has renewed Game of Arms for a second season. Um, Married with Children spinoff is in the works. This is very interesting. It's a show I never thought we'd see a return on. Um, but they're looking to do a spinoff show of Married with Children with Bud 
David Faustino, who played the son Bud, uh, he would be the lead in the new spinoff show. Um, no word yet if like any of the original cast would be coming back for the pilot or any kind of special appearances. I'm sure they probably would. Um, but yeah, they're looking to do the spinoff show, so I'll take it. Um, this is pretty cool. DC Comics superhero drama Titans. Titans is the name of the show, and it's looking to get a pilot order over on TNT. TNT knows drama. And um, this is very exciting. This will be based mainly revolving around Nightwing. For those of you that don't know, Nightwing was Robin, you know, Batman and Robin. Uh, after he's Robin and he kind of breaks away from Batman, he sheds the Robin gimmick and becomes Nightwing, becomes his own hero, his own vigilante, and then ends up leading his own group called the Teen Titans. Um, and it's kind of just younger superheroes. <clears throat> and um, this is pretty cool, man. I, I really like Nightwing. Um, I kind of thought that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was going to be playing a Nightwing-type character if they continued um, past the Christopher Nolan films. Uh, it looks like that's not happening now, but that would have been great. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt would have been an awesome Nightwing. Um, but the sounds of this TV show is really cool, and being on TNT, I think, is another thing that would be pretty cool. It's good to see everybody kind of getting into the superhero game. I mean, NBC's got Constantine, CW has Arrow, then they're going to have Flash. Um, we're going to get that Supergirl TV show they've been talking about. we got Gotham over on Fox, and then now this Titan show over on TNT. I mean, everybody's trying to get into the superhero game, and it's smart. It's a smart move. And uh, I would love to see a show led by Nightwing and with other superheroes involved. Very, very cool. Okay, on the last show, I talked about the Underworld reboot, right? I talked about how the studio said, we're going to reboot Underworld. And I was saying, for myself, I'm a fan of the series, and I said, I really hope that they kind of just continue along. Why reboot when you've already done four movies and they've done all very well? Keep it going. Keep the mythology rolling. Even if you shoot it in the future, you know, don't ignore the past. Well, we got a little confirmation of this this week, as it looks like it will be a continuation. Unfortunately, not with Kate Beckinsdale, though, but with the dude, Theo James. Theo James actually was in the last Underworld movie. He was in Underworld Awakening. And, um, he was, um like the badass vampire hunter that was in that movie. Um, he's gone on to now where people really know him is from Divergent. He was the main guy in Divergent, and he'll be in all the sequels and stuff. I'm guessing because of how well Divergent did and how his star potential is now raising, I bet you anything they had the guy already locked in the sequel commitments based off the, the other Underworld film. So now they're handing the franchise basically on to him. And Underworld 5, <coughs> excuse me, will star Theo James and move the franchise into the future. So, you know, I don't mind Theo. He's actually pretty decent, and I thought he was pretty decent in Underworld. He was okay in Divergent. So, I don't mind it. I, I just, for me, those movies really revolved around Kate Beckinsale and having that badass vampire chick really killing it. And... You know, moving it to a guy, it just, I don't know if it's going to have the same appeal for me. Um, but I'm glad to see that they're at least going with a continuation rather than a reboot. So, there you go. Um, Mark Ruffalo has emailed Ryan Johnson, who's going to be directing the next Star Wars film, to ask for a role. Mark, Mark says, you know, Ryan, I love Star Wars, and I would love to have a part in it. Would you think about me? <laughs> and, uh... 
no word on if he's going to get added or not, but I think it's pretty cool to see an actor, especially the caliber of Mark Ruffalo, reach out and ask for a role in a movie like Star Wars Episode Eight. <laughs> so you go, Mark. You go get that role. Uh, the Woman in Black sequels getting a release date um, next year. Let's see here. Um, I'm has ordered more episodes of Tori Spelling's reality show. Yay. We have the new trailer for Serena. This is the new Jennifer Lawrence Bradley Cooper movie. It'll be coming out in a couple months. We have the new trailer for Paper Planes starring Sam Worthington. A new trailer for Days and Nights starring Katie Holmes. We have a pretty cool little picture from the set of Mission Impossible 5. It has Jeremy Renner, Tom Cruise, um, Ving Rhames. And uh, Simon Pegg all together, uh, kind of posing on set. And I love little set photos like that. It's always pretty cool. Um, Jillian Anderson has been promoted to a series regular for season three of Hannibal. So that's pretty cool if you love her on that TV show. James McAvoy came out and he's hinting that he might be time that he starts losing his hair in X-Men Apocalypse. So, you know, with X-Men Apocalypse being another ten years after Days of Future Past, he says that it might be time that you start seeing him shed his locks and get that more signature Professor X look. So that's pretty cool. I think he needs to be bald by this point, so let's let's get it going. The PS4 is the best-selling console for the eighth month in a row. Congratulations, Sony. That is awesome. It makes me so happy to see it kicking Xbox's ass. It really, really is. Uh, This is not confirmed, but one of the big rumors going around is that Robert Downey Jr. is now set to join the Assassin's Creed movie as Da Vinci. Um, we already know that Michael Fassbender is going to be the main actor in the film. Um, he's also producing it. And uh, to see a, a name like Robert Downey Jr. added to the list like this is pretty damn exciting. Um, I can't wait. I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed, that, this, that there will be a confirmation here pretty soon. This is looking good on paper so far. So, fingers crossed that Robert Downey Jr. is definitely going to be in Assassin's Creed. Because him and Michael Fassbender in the same film, it's going to be beautiful. Grand Theft Auto 5. We got a lot of video game news on this show, man. I'm feeling like this is uh, this week with the geek here, you know, like talking about video games, man. Um, usually don't touch too much on video games, but there's a lot going down. We've been waiting, waiting, waiting. Rockstar Games said that, you know, they're going to be putting out Grand Theft Auto 5 on the next-gen systems here real soon. Well, we finally have a date locked down. The PS4 and the Xbox One, Xbox One versions of Grand Theft Auto 5 will be released on November 18th. There you go. It's official. November 18th. Go get it. I'll go get it. And uh, if you want to play it on the PC, you can get it on January 27th. Very, very cool. I'm excited, man. I love GTA. <clears throat> I can't wait to play it on the PS4. They have totally rebuilt this game all over again. TNT has renewed Murder in the First for a second season. Um, we have another new trailer for Playing It Cool, which is a new film starring Chris Evans. Um, we have the first trailer for John Wick, starring Keanu Reeves. I'm going to take a pause here real fast and just tell you, you need to see this trailer for John Wick. Keanu's been doing some weird choices lately, but John Wick, na- name's a little silly, 
but you know what? He is a badass mother in this in this trailer. It's like he's finally getting back to that neo shit. He's kicking ass. He's taking names, and it's an awesome trailer. It looks like it's gonna be a fantastic action movie. Check out this trailer for John Wick. Uh, Alec Baldwin and Danny Glover set to star in a new sci-fi action film called Andron. It's a weird casting right there, so I don't know what else to say. Uh, White Collar, which is on the USA Network, it's going to end after season six. So, another show coming to an end. Uh, The Red Band Society, this is a new show that's going to be on Fox, and they have just booked Mandy Moore to have a very big recurring role on this show. We have a big article up with the showrunner of the new Daredevil show, Stephen DeKnight. He shares some details about Netflix and Daredevil working together. And um, you could check out that article on the page. Victoria star Liz Giles or Gillies. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say her name. She's super hot, though. Um, she has joined the upcoming Vacation reboot opposite Ed Helms. So this is starting to really take shape. Um, I heard another rumor, I don't think this is confirmed yet, but that Christina Applegate might actually be playing Ed Helms' wife in the film. So, And I talked on the last show about Chris Hemsworth joining and Charlie Day. So this, this film's really shaping up with some good casting. Um... Box Office Milestone. Congratulations to Guardians of the Galaxy, who just passed $600 million worldwide and $300 million domestically. That is huge. The $300 million domestically, Guardians is the only movie this year in 2014 that has passed $300 million. I still feel that when Mockingjay Part 1 of The Hunger Games comes out, that will pass all of these records, but for right now, it's it's pretty crazy to see a movie that I know a lot of people were hesitant about be the biggest film of the year. You know, worldwide, Transformers Age of Extinction is still the number one film, but domestically, um, Guardians is, is crushed it, passing the 300 million mark. <clears throat> Congratulations there. Um, Cicely Strong, who does Weekend Update on SNL, she's been yanked back, and she will no longer be doing Weekend Update, she'll just be doing the skits. She says that she's not angry or sad about it, and it's just, you know, something that she doesn't mind, so, alright, we'll let it be. I thought she was really good on Weekend Update, to be honest, I, I like Cicely a lot, so, as long as she's still on the show. Uh, and Chevy Chase, along, speaking of vacation movies, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo, this is not vacation-related, but the two of them are going to actually be reuniting to do a new comedy TV show over on ABC. It's going to be a new um, just comedy half-hour TV show. Um, not sure what the plot is yet. They're not really announcing too many details other than it be the two of them. And the, the pitch has been made, and the studio's picked it up, and it will be on ABC. So congratulations. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And... Uh, I have a couple other articles that I don't want to... I'm just wrapping up the news right now, last two things here. Um, I don't want to waste too much time on it. They're just kind of weird things that came out today in the news. One is that the actress um, that was in Django Unchained, she actually plays Martin Lawrence's daughter on the new um, FX show Partners. She was arrested and mistaken 
uh, for a prostitute and, and accosted by the LAPD um, because she was um, she's dating a white guy and she was making out with him in public and she had like these little booty shorts on and the LAPD thought she was a prostitute because they were making out in public and they and they put her in cuffs and she made her arms bleed and all kinds of stuff. It's it's a crazy crazy article. Go check it out. And the last piece here is just another big F you to Kanye West. Kanye West at his concert over the weekend called out a fan getting pissed at him because he wasn't standing up during his song in a concert, but it was a disabled fan, fan that was in a wheelchair and couldn't get up. And Kanye, like, halted the whole concert, and he was like, I need everybody on their feet, and I don't care, like, what are you doing, man? He sent security down to the guy, and he was like, get him up, get him up. I'm not starting this song till everybody's up. And then finally, security got back to Kanye and said, you know, dude's in a wheelchair, you know, blah, blah. And he kind of huffed and puffed and shrugged it off and said, fine, we'll just start the damn song. And then he started the song, and he did his thing. This dude is such a fucking idiot, man. You know, like, what? You have handicapped people at your concerts, dude. Don't get pissed when you don't stand up for your song. I mean, he's just such a demanding asshole. People are paying money to see you, dude. Just sing. All right, I'm not going to waste any more time on that either. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of our news for the week. And let's just um, wrap it up here with our... Um, oh, excuse me. Man, with our box office and our release dates... All all that all that good jazz, you know what I mean? Let me just pull it up here real quick. Sorry, didn't have it on the right page. Bear with me as we make it through. All right. So on DVD and Blu-ray this week, got a handful of little things here. Number one, Godzilla. Godzilla will be hitting DVD and Blu-ray on Tuesday. Also, The Fault in Our Stars and Think Like a Man 2. So three movies there hitting DVD and Blu-ray. Out in theaters on Friday. This is actually a pretty big Friday for movies, so I might, maybe I'll make it to the movies this weekend. Number, up first is Tusk. Tusk is the new film from Kevin Smith. I haven't seen any advertising for this. I had no idea this movie was coming out Friday. I've heard a lot about it, just from the entertainment circles that I'm in, but I haven't seen anything, you know, visually promoting this. But Tusk comes out Friday. This is where I leave you comes out Friday. This looks awesome, by the way. I think this is where this is where I leave you looks really, really good. Um, the Maze Runner finally comes out, and A Walk Among the Tombstones, which is the new Liam Neeson action movie that looks like Taken, but it's not Taken. All right, so Tusk. This is where I leave you. The Maze Runner and A Walk Among the Tombstones. I actually wouldn't mind seeing all four of these, to be honest. So that's what's hitting theaters on Friday. Let's run down our box office. Number 10 is The 100-Foot Journey with $2.4 million. Number 9 is The Giver with $2.6 million. Number 8 is The November Man with $2.7 million. Number 7 is If I Stay with $4 million. Number 6 is The Drop with $4.2 million. Uh, the Drop did very, very well. Coming in number 6 with $4.2 million, it only played in 800 theaters. By the way, this was a limited release film. This starred uh, Tom Hardy and the late, great James Gandolfini in his last role. So they'll probably be expanding this one because it did really, really well. Number five is still Let's Be Cops, man. Holding in good. I love it. Let's Be Cops coming in number five of $4.3 million. Number four is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with $4.8 million. Number three is Guardians of the Galaxy with $8 million. Number two is Dolphin Tail 2. It's one of the debuts this week with $16.5 million. And the number one film in America, and this shocked me to be honest, 
was No Good Deed with $24.5 million. So No Good Deed is the new Idris Elba film where he's actually a bad guy. And um, I didn't even see a commercial for this film until last week. I was like, man, there's no advertising for this. No one knows this movie's coming. This thing's going to bomb. I thought Dolphin Tale 2 would be the number one film of the weekend. And all of a sudden, I see No Good Deed made $24 million. That is amazing. The film only costs like $12 million to make. So, this film's already profitable after one weekend. It's a great job, though. Congratulations. I do really like Idris Elba. Maybe I'll check out this movie now. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of a shocker when it came to the box office. All right, my peeps, that is, uh, that is it. You uh, have been great. And I appreciate you joining me for the ride for this edition of Am I on the Air. Still got that summer movie countdown coming. I decided, you know, I was going to actually do, I got my list put together. I saw 19 movies over the summer. And I had my list put together and I was going to do it on the show tonight. And then I said, you know what, maybe not. Because I already got two weeks worth of news to get through. I don't want to add the movie stuff on top. I announced on my last episode that I was going to do a special Am I Still on the Air with um, Geeky Pat, and we were going to do the Summer Movie Countdown together. So instead of me doing it here and then repeating myself on that, I said, you know what, I'll just save the Summer Movie Countdown for the Am I Still on the Air. So I put the message out to Geeky Pat. He's putting his list together. I got mine together. And sometime this week, we will record that special episode of Am I Still on the Air, and we'll count down all of the movies from the summer of 2014. I had 19 films. Can you guess what number one was? I don't know. But uh, you'll find out on that episode, all right? So keep an eye out on for that. Um, of course, check out our website. It's amiontheair.com. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, and the link is right there on our main website of miontheair.com. If you need help finding it on iTunes, download, rate, subscribe. We love it. Um, we're on Google+, Plus. add us to your circles. We're also on YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's uh, youtube.com slash air. And, uh, of course, if you're looking to stream us on the go, Stitcher Radio is your place to go. Stitcher um, will always have you updated for us. And uh, when you listen on Stitcher, please click the little thumbs up button. That really helps us out and uh, gets the word out a little bit more about the show. All right. Uh, shout out also to our affiliates at RedDragonsRadio.com. Uh, of course, bringing you Am I on the Air, bringing you other great shows like This Week with the Geek, Out of the Rifts, the People's Forum, Pro Wrestling Nation, and also brand new to Red Dragons Radio is the Brothers of Destruction podcast. Um, That's a pretty cool little um, mixture of sports and wrestling talk. Um, And my boys, Nick and Corey from Future Endeavors, they've been guesting on the Brothers of Destruction podcast recently to talk about football. So if you're looking for them, you can catch them over there on that. So the Red Dragons Radio Network blowing up, adding more and more content. It's reddragonsradio.com. You can follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio so you always know what's going down. All right. I about lost my voice. Thank you so much for putting up with me for the last hour and a half. Uh, Got you up to speed, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Till next time, my friends. Peace.
Yeah!